Hello, my amazing friends. Thank you for joining me in the February Moments episode of the Citrus and Sun podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy end of February. Uh, like I said, we're on our Moments episode. Finally, it feels. I When I was planning for this episode, I I thought to myself, like, February has seemed really long (laughs) for some reason even though it's it's the shortest month but I think it's because this month had five Thursdays we had five episodes this month and normally I only have four (laughs) so we had like a little extra one in there and I think that's I don't know that's just why it felt that way (laughs) um but it's been it's been a good month it really has and I was also just reflecting on on February in general because February has always been one of the harder months for me as a teacher. I remember every year when February would come around, I would just be like, oh my gosh, this is, here we go. (laughs) It's February. And it's because there was just so much going on. I mean, not only are we in the heart of winter in February and there's, it's like we're not close to the holidays anymore, but we're not close to spring quite yet. It's just this time we're kind of stuck in the middle but in my years of teaching February was always just packed with things I mean we had we had usually we were preparing for parent teacher conferences we had report cards we had uh, the 100th day of school which was so fun but again a lot of a lot to prepare for right Valentine's Day again so fun (laughs) but a lot to prepare for and a lot of years if it was like an observation year where my principal had to come in and observe me and I had to do all this paperwork that was normally in February too so it just I always remember thinking that like February was the month that I just needed to get through because it was going to be hard no matter what (laughs) and I always tried to make it enjoyable however I could like buying myself some extra coffee whatever whatever it was planning a fun thing to do during that month but I mean in reality it it was just always so busy and I was always so tired (laughs) and it it wasn't like that this year and I was like huh do I actually like February (laughs) like do I did I like it this year I I think I did uh I'm just grateful that I was able to spend the month this year the way I did and um I you know I did have some moments that I missed anything that has to do with my kids and being in a classroom and like those fun days like Valentine's Day and the 100th day of school I there is a part of me that misses that because I it was just so joyful and I I miss experiencing that um but I am just also just grateful for the way I got to spend my time and some of the things I was able to do. And it was just a different kind of year, a different kind of February. So, you know, I don't know. That's all. <laughs> that was way more information than you, than you needed. But I did feel like I needed to talk through that a little bit because it, it did feel so different this year for me um, in a lot of ways. So... Let's get into these moments. If you're new around here, I I always like to kind of describe what this is. So 
The last episode of every month, last Thursday, I always do a Citrus and Sun Moments episode. And throughout the month, I pick out five five moments or experiences that stood out to me in some way. So these could be moments that just made me super happy, that I was excited to experience, maybe... Maybe I learned something. Maybe they just felt significant for some reason. I think that so many times we have these moments that that um, we experience in our lives and we don't realize that they're going to be significant later or they're changing us in some way and we, we can feel it, but we don't really know what it is yet. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever had something like that where you're like, this is this is big. I don't know why yet, but I just... This, this is like standing out to me for some reason. So that's what these moments are. And sometimes it's just a moment that I'm like, wow, that was really cool. And I want to really be mindful right now. And I want to remember that. So I, I pick out five throughout the month. And normally when they happen, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's going to be a citrus and sun moment. Like I'm going to make sure I capture this and and zoom into it a little bit and just really take it all in and remember it. So that's what this episode is. I'm excited to get into these with you this month. There's kind of a, a little variety going on <laughs> today. So let's get into the first one. So my first moment has to do with a book that I read for my book club and I will say I feel like I've been doing a lot of reading lately and I, I know that a couple of my moments and actually that one of our whole episodes <laughs> in February had to do with a book that I read for book club, The Four Agreements. But I just I think that that's that's OK because that's what books are for, right? To make us think and to um, just, I don't know, change our change our perspective a little bit. So this was a big one, though, I will tell you, I I read The Seven Year Slip by Ashley Poston. It's such a cute book. I I was I didn't know if I would like it because I'm more of a crime thriller suspense reader. <laughs> Whenever I read a book, it's always that genre. So this one, I, I just wasn't sure. It's it was a romantic comedy, but we thought it would be cute to read in February. I loved this book so much. I have already recommended it to so many people. It was so good. And just a side note also, I know that I'm really behind with this. I know. But I'm really excited about it. I discovered that I can listen to books on Spotify. Because I don't have audiobook. Like, I don't have audi- Audible or anything. I've never been an audiobook person. I shouldn't say that because I never really tried it out. I think I just did not want to be (laughs) and I don't know why I think I I just really liked having the book in my hands and and reading it and I I needed to I don't know I was worried that I wouldn't be able to take it all in if I was listening or I would get distracted or whatever but I was finding that I was spending so much time reading I wasn't getting other things done (laughs) okay so I discovered that I could listen to books on my Spotify because I pay for the premium I get 15 hours of free audiobook on my on my Spotify so 
I've listened to like three books now. I listen to them while I'm walking on the treadmill, while I'm driving to tutoring. I I love it. I listen to them while I'm cleaning. It's it feels it feels good. <laughs> and again, I know I'm late to the game and I know most people <laughs> probably listen to audiobooks, but you know, it's fine. Better late than never, right? <laughs> And I still like a physical book. I like my Kindle. I like going to the library. But this is good too when when you're busy. But anyway, I wanted to set that up because I was on the treadmill. No, I'm sorry. I was on the elliptical um, on this particular day. And I was finishing the book. And I don't know why, but I never read the author's note at the end. Whenever I read a book, I just don't read it. And I don't know why. I think I just think to myself, okay, I'm... I'm done with the book, right? <laughs> like, I don't need to read this part. I don't know. Anyway, I decided to listen to the author's note since I was on the treadmill. It said, you know, it tells you how much time it's going to be, too. So it said, like, three minutes. I'm like, I can do an extra three minutes. Like, let's listen to this. I really enjoyed this book. I want to hear, I want to hear the author's note. So I start listening to it, and I don't want to give away the book too much, but basically the author was talking about how when she wrote the book, there she was writing in a in a way where she didn't fully understand grief and the main character was going through grief in the book, okay? Because she lost someone really important to her. And while the author was writing this book, she actually experienced loss in her life, a significant loss. And she talked about how after she experienced that, she felt like she had this whole new perspective on grief. And when she read back the part of the book that she had already written, she just did not feel like she portrayed grief in this new way that she fully understood it okay so she went back and completely rewrote the first part of her draft for this book now having experienced this new this new grief that she was going through which is just so heartbreaking and so sad so she was talking about how this part she just knew she had to write over again because she she understood grief so much more but that when she finished the book there were other parts that she felt like she might want to write over too that maybe not, didn't necessarily have anything to do with that but just being an author and and wanting it to be perfect and and knowing that as you write something and as you as you work on a piece of piece of art or a piece of writing time is going by right and you're constantly changing and she was talking about how when you finish something like that that has taken you so long you are ultimately a different person than you were when you started it so it's it's natural to look back and read some of it and be like oh well I don't I don't like that or that's not I've learned something more since then and I I don't like the way I wrote that or I don't I'm a different person and I I want this to be a different way and that's okay to a certain extent I think she was saying with the grief part of it it was okay because 
that made her writing better because of an experience she had but she was talking about with when you create something when you write something that that is who you are in that moment and if we're constantly going back and changing it with who we are when we finish something some something could never be done like you'll always be working on that thing because you're constantly changing and the beautiful part of it is it's almost like it's like a time capsule of you who you were when you worked on that particular thing I related it so much to my poetry when I was submitting my poems for this contest that I that I entered last month I was reading these poems from when I was I don't know in my mid-20s and I I always thought they were so good and then I read them back and I was like oh like I don't think that way anymore or I don't feel that way or I can't even imagine ever feeling that way and a part of me wanted to go back and rewrite them or change them with how I'm feeling now and I didn't end up doing that because I just wanted to submit them to this contest. But I was like, well, I'll go back and do it, you know, some other time. Well, after listening to this author's note and hearing what she said about that, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm i not going to go back and do anything to those poems because those poems represent who I was and what I was going through at this time. And I created those poems authentically from the experience that I was having and and from the feelings that I was having in those moments and I don't want to erase that because that's a part of my life right so I know this is kind of a twisty turny moment and way of getting getting to this but I hope it makes sense I just I think the main point of this is when you create something it's okay to to tweak it and to to make it the best you can in a moment but your art represents who you are throughout time and who you are in different moments and experiences of your life and i think we should we should keep those and preserve them and and not mess with them and just have them for what they are it's kind of like when you go back and you read an old journal and you know it's not like you want to say oh my gosh I'm going to go back and rewrite that journal entry (laughs) because I do not think that way anymore and I can't believe I ever thought that way and wow I have grown so much since then we wouldn't go back and rewrite an old journal entry because it's a capture of of who we were in that moment And all of these layers make up who we are now, right? So it's kind of like what we were talking about in our self-love episode last week. How all of these pieces of us are a part of who we are presently. And all of those pieces are so beautiful. So we don't want to erase any of them. We want to capture them and keep them. So, okay. (laughs) I could just go on and on. I don't even know where I am at this point. But this author's note was really beautiful to me. And I loved what she said. I loved how she was talking about how, you know, she 
just realized that about herself as an author and it it made me feel so good about the work that I've done and and now I'm not going to go back and and redo it and change it and whatever I was going to do I'm just going to keep it as these little pieces of myself from the past okay so moving on to moment number two Moment number two was, I would say, a whole experience because it was going to Woodstock, Illinois for Groundhog Day, (laughs) which I did talk about in the first episode of February, our Groundhog Day episode, uh, because I just love it so much. And it was truly the highlight of my month. And it happened like the second day of the month. So basically, it was all downhill from there. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But it was really good. It was a really good time. Uh, So basically, if you don't know, the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray from the 90s was filmed in a little town called Woodstock, Illinois, and it's about an hour outside of Chicago, so it's super easy to get to, very convenient. (laughs) And every year they have this celebration, this Groundhog Day celebration. They have an actual groundhog, Woodstock Willie. They do a whole thing in the town square in the morning with him on Groundhog Day, and then the whole day there are all these different events throughout the little town like there are walking tours that go through and show you all the different places the scenes were filmed they show the movie and the little theater a couple of times during the day they have like a little dance (laughs) at night at the town hall it's so cute it is so much fun if you ever get a chance to experience it i highly recommend (laughs) but i I don't know if there was a particular moment of this day or weekend that stood out because it all stood out to me so much. But what I will say is that day, that February 2nd, Groundhog Day, when Chuck and I woke up super early to go to this um, little celebration in the town square with Woodstock Willie, and we spent the entire day doing things in the town i mean we were up from 6 30 in the morning i think we got back to the hotel around nine o'clock at night i don't think there was anything else we could have done (laughs) in this town i mean we went to every single store we went and got coffee we went to the bowling alley and did a we bowled where they filmed the movie we went and watched the movie in the theater we went and had an awesome dinner we went on a little like bar crawl the two of us throughout all the different like little bars that they have we have a favorite one that we go to it's called liquid blues and there are so many lava lamps (laughs) in this bar and it's so fun we always play darts so we went and did that and we just packed our day and i think what what really stood out to me the most is that you know, we were just in this this little town and even if it wasn't Groundhog Day and they didn't have some of the things going on that they did, like I know we still would have packed the day like we did because we've been there in the fall before when it's there's it's just a normal day and we have had so much fun there together and I think it just shows it doesn't matter where you are, you know, we don't you don't need to go on these big trips, which those are fun too, but it's so much fun to just 
be together. And if you're with the right person, it it really doesn't matter where you are. <laughs> you know, we we love going to small towns and exploring them and, and just going to all the little local places. And I, I think that this day just made me grateful that we're able to do that together and that we had just this I don't know, awesome day together. And it it truly was the highlight of the month. And I feel like it'll it might be the highlight, one of the highlights of the year. I don't know. <laughs> it was just so memorable. Um and yeah, I, I mean that's really that's really the the moment and the experience. It's just making the most of where you are and and enjoying who you're with, enjoying just being together and I mean if like I said if you're with the right person you can make fun wherever you go and I think that's that's a pretty special thing so I think that this day and this little trip just reminded me of how grateful I am uh, to have someone to do that with and yeah, that we got to experience that together. And it was a total blast. <laughs> it really was. I I really can't recommend it more. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you know anyone from Woodstock or you, I don't know, are from there, just please pass on my love <laughs> for this town because it's, it's just a really cute place. Um, and I can't wait to go back again. <laughs> I can't wait to go back next year. Uh, okay, so that was moment number two. Woodstock, Illinois, Groundhog Day, just the best day ever. Moment number three, of course, has to do with a song. Uh, I feel like at least one of my moments every month is always about either a song or a concert. <laughs> and I can't help it because music is such a big part of my life. And I feel like I'm, I'm always just having these moments with music that I have to talk about. I will tell you, I, I, I do feel like I've been in sort of a rut lately with music. I I always try to keep up with what's new. I make a playlist every month of songs that I discover. So I have a monthly playlist where I'll just add a, add songs to it. Usually it gets up to like 20 to 25 songs a month. And I I really do try to discover new artists and new songs because... It's, it would be so easy for me just to listen to the music I listened to in my 20s or in high school, which I still love that. And I have days when that's all I want. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I know that there are so many awesome artists out there. And it's just so fun when you discover someone new. Um, so I really do try to make that a part of my life but lately I've been in kind of a rut with it and I haven't loved a lot of the new music that has been coming out and I'm like oh my gosh is it happening to me I'm <laughs> am I I just don't relate to music anymore I don't know I was getting getting a little nervous but I I know a few months ago I talked about how it's so incredible when you hear a song and you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot, I can't imagine not knowing this song because it's so good and it's bringing me so much joy and it becomes this song that you listen to over and over again. And I hadn't had a song like that in a while, <laughs> like in a couple months. And I, I usually have at least once a month that I find, um, that, that I find a new song like that. Anyway, 
you're like, get to the point. <laughs> so I'm driving home and I'm listening to some, some, some songs. And all of a sudden, this one comes on. And I'm listening to the lyrics. And I was just like, oh man, here we go. Like, this is it. And I could feel, <laughs> I could feel myself start to get emotional about the lyrics about I'm going to read some of them to you so you get it uh just the sound of it and it like builds throughout the song and I was just like oh my gosh by the end I was just I was crying very hard (laughs) and uh, thank goodness I was home I had pulled into my parking spot but I and then I started it over and listened to it again because I needed to like fully experience it again this song it's called Kirkland by Max Leon Leon I hope I'm saying the last name correctly but basically it's about how he's going back to this town I think where he grew up and he's going through all these memories and like there's this um lyric that says Bought a necklace at the pawn shop, gave it to her on the drive home, used to think about her nonstop, used to love her with my eyes closed. And then it's talking about like where he used to go with her and the old theater and that he said they're tearing down the theater where I always used to take her. I'm getting I'm (laughs) getting emotional just reading the lyrics because I feel like we've all experienced this, this in some way where we we have this place where we used to go and of course it's going to change over time it's not going to be the same as it was it because change is constant right everything is constantly changing and it made me think about where I grew up the town um, in Michigan which has changed so much so much I mean they've built it up so much I mean there was this park that we would always drive past it was called deer park and there were all these deer it was just this land right and soon after I graduated from high school they completely tore down that whole park and they built this shopping kind of center where they put a Walmart and they put a Kohl's and a Staples and a Panera and just all those things that you that you know the normal things that you see and I remember just being so sad about it because it was this just this beautiful place this nature area and they just built it up and it's of course it's nice having those businesses there but you know it just changes things and I feel like you know every time I do go back to Michigan the town has changed so much and the simplicity of it from when I was in high school and the things I remember doing with my friends, the simple moments we had, they're just, they're not there anymore. And I think this song kind of made me think about that. And the, the very last two lines says, um, used to do it with my eyes closed and now I can't find my way home. So basically like he could he's saying he could drive home with his eyes closed and now he because he knew it so well and now it's so different that he can't even find his way home and I oh my gosh (laughs) I just was sobbing (laughs) about this song and I I do feel like it's just so beautiful beautifully portrayed this 
feeling of things changing and you not having control over it, but having these past memories of how it used to be. And in these moments, I think it can just be so hard, but as cliche as this sounds, you know, at least we have the memories and we have the way it used to be and we can appreciate that for what it was. Uh, And I think that these lyrics and this song just, I don't know, kind of brought me back to my childhood and and my town. and, And it also made me more aware of the present and just enjoying the things around me. Because even living in Chicago, I mean, Chicago has changed so much since I moved here 10 years ago. The just the look of it has changed the places I used to go to a lot of them aren't there anymore and it just shows you that change is constant and we don't want to live in the past and and wish it was the way it was but in the if we appreciate it in the present I think that maybe we won't do that as much does that make sense I don't know I remember thinking when I was younger I just could never imagine anything changing about my hometown I don't know (laughs) I just when you're young you don't think anything's ever going to change and I think hearing this lyric like I don't even recognize it anymore as the place I grew up uh I just don't but I will say I have these new memories now because my parents have moved into a new house so we're not living in the same place we used to when I was younger it's just a new a new setting and I I do feel like I'm making new memories with the way the town is now Uh, but yeah I just I miss I miss those days (laughs) which is which is okay right it's okay to miss those days but anyway that is my my third moment was that song and I highly recommend listening to it i will link the lyrics in the show notes (laughs) in case you want to do a deep dive into the rest of them (laughs) but yeah i do recommend listening to it because it's it really is a good song okay so moving on to moment number four this was a quick one but still significant still significant (laughs) so a couple of weeks ago i was going down to our gym to go walk on the treadmill and our gym is on the second floor and as I was getting into the elevator to go down, uh, this man who lives on our floor got in with me, and we had talked before, so I asked him how his weekend was going, and and he asked me how mine was going, and he asked me what I had been up to today, and I said, oh, nothing, because I, I, honestly, I had, hadn't really, to me, I hadn't really done anything that day. Like, it was just one of those days where I didn't have any plans. I don't even think I left the house that day, which I love. I love those days. They're kind of nice, right? We need one of those every now and then. But uh, that's how I answered. I said, you know, nothing. No, I haven't really done anything today. And he responded with, well, it looks like you're going to the gym right and I said yeah and he said well that's something right and I'm like yeah (laughs) I guess it is (laughs) and and he said sometimes it takes a lot to get down to the gym and I I mean it was just such an interesting interaction and then I was at the gym I was on the second floor and I was like okay well have a great day (laughs) 
and I got out. But I just kept thinking about that. And I was thinking about how going to the gym for me is such a normal routine and I don't really consider it as something like when someone's asking me what what I did today I don't I don't even count that because it's just an it's it has become so um, routine and such a habit for me and when this whole interaction I and I don't think he meant maybe he meant it to be this way but I think sometimes when we get in the habit of doing something, we don't give ourselves credit for that or we like think it's nothing when it is something, right? Does this make sense? <laughs> I'm just thinking like I think we need to give ourselves more credit for these things that we do. Like, you know, I did get myself down to the gym that day and even though it is a habit of mine, there are a lot of days that that's really hard <laughs> to get down there and I don't want to go or I don't want to go do yoga or I don't want to go, you know, do, we don't, we don't want to go do something that we normally do or that is a routine of ours, but that still counts as something that we're doing in our day. And I don't know. I think that that's like a celebration because I noticed when I was answering him, I was judging myself a little bit when I was saying, like I oh nothing I, I was like wow Stephanie <laughs> nothing you're so lazy but in reality I really had done a lot that day I just hadn't left the house but I had done a lot of work that day that I needed to get done and I just think it's important I think we've as a society we have gotten used to this go 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 mentality and it's like if we're not doing something that is, I don't know, getting something in return or we're not get, leaving the, the house or we're not going somewhere, it, it means that we're not doing anything, which that's not true. Per, product, product, oh my gosh, I can't say the word, productivity, did I even say that right? <laughs> that just didn't sound right. You know what I mean. It can take many forms and this is one of those moments you know what I'm talking about I've had these on the podcast where I <laughs> I say a word and I know what I'm trying to say but it doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth <laughs> I just felt like I had to explain myself in case you're new around here um, but it can look like so many different things and I think that we need to remember that and give ourselves a little more credit for for the days we have and, and the routines we do have in place and the habits we've established and also just being okay if we didn't do a lot that day like if we truly sat and just read all day or watched our favorite show or whatever it is like that's okay it's okay to have days like that and I think we need to give ourselves days like that in between all the stuff that we do on a daily basis like it's it's all good so I don't know I just think that that interaction was really interesting and I really it, it just really made me think and I'm also really glad that I asked how his day was because this whole moment came out of that <laughs> you never know like say hi to someone talk to someone start a conversation with someone because you just never know what could come out of that interaction and yeah I just I really liked that really short elevator conversation <laughs> so give yourself grace know that you're doing awesome 
with how you're spending your time and yeah that's moment number four (laughs) all right last moment of february this one is this is a big one it's it's a celebration for me (laughs) and it's also just to kind of spread awareness about this and just know that you're not alone if you have experienced this or struggle with this Um, so I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast I've definitely talked about my anxiety before and how I've struggled with that throughout my life and how I am in therapy for it part of that anxiety that I've struggled with has been anxiety with my health and this started I probably I would say in my early 20s is the earliest I can remember this really having a huge impact on my life and I I don't know exactly why or how this started uh one day I just thought that I I mean anything that I was feeling in my body I thought that something was significantly wrong with me any symptom I was having I immediately would go to the worst possible thought and when I say that this impacted my life in so many ways I mean I there were days like I didn't leave my apartment because I was so depressed because I thought I was literally dying I mean I'm not even joking I missed a lot of things and even if I went to something there were times that I wasn't present in my mind um I wasn't living in the present because my my mind was thinking about what was possibly wrong with me uh and I I think a lot of times I would also like my body would have symptoms based on the anxiety that I was feeling and so I was like making myself sick in a lot of ways uh I I remember like this is when I knew well I shouldn't say I knew something was wrong because I really didn't till later but I think one of the the worst things was I I missed one of my friends bachelorette trips I literally canceled at the last minute and to this day no one knows that this is why but I I said I was not feeling well but in reality I thought that I had a terminal illness and I was just so anxious and a part of me knew that I didn't want to go because of two reasons one I just knew that I was gonna like be a complete downer and I was I just didn't want that on my friend's trip and then the second reason was I just I was so anxious I didn't even want to leave my apartment it, it makes me so sad to even think about about it but anyway I just wanted to give you a little background on that because this has been a struggle for a very long time with me when I moved here to Chicago I when I was away from my family it got even worse and this is when I got into therapy and I I did go through some pretty intense uh, cognitive behavioral therapy for this with my therapist and it I will say it helped so much I mean so much the way that I can just I I don't know turn my brain around in a moment um, is (laughs) just so different like I don't I don't go down the rabbit hole of thinking that I 
have an illness or that the worst is going to happen to me I it's like I've retrained my brain not to do that which is it's truly incredible it took a lot of work but it, it does work if you're if you're struggling with this so getting into this moment that I had I, I have like I have also suffered from panic attacks not so much anymore but again when I first moved here I was getting them all the time that's actually what made me get into therapy in the first place so I the last few weeks really I don't know not really it actually went away I'm going to start the story on a good note because it did go away (laughs) but for a couple weeks there I was dealing with tinnitus in my right ear which tinnitus is it can be a lot of different things but it's basically like a ringing that you hear constantly in your ear and I've had it before but it normally will like sometimes you get it after you go to a concert and you might have it in your ear I've had that before I have had moments when like I just get it for maybe seven seconds seven to ten seconds and it just goes away I was getting it for extended periods of time I was noticing it throughout the day and then at night it was really bad because it's so quiet at night and that's all I could hear in my ear and it's there's no way to get rid of it like it's just there it's it's horrible and one night I was I I like went into full-on panic mode and I kind of went back to my old ways of like what does this mean is this forever because I know people have this and it it lasts forever and ever and they can never get get rid of it um without I mean I think there's things you can do maybe surgeries I don't really know I don't I honestly haven't researched it because that was part of my problem back in the day I would research any symptom that I had and it was just not not a good thing for me to do but I in this I was in bed and I was all of a sudden I could feel a panic attack coming on and I just I I started thinking the worst um and I, my moment though that I am really happy about and the celebration from all of this is that I was able to calm myself down in that moment in such a short amount of time and if you've had a panic attack and if you have anxiety you know that this can be you know what I'm talking about it's not it's not easy and it's really scary because you feel like you can't breathe and you feel just a complete loss of control and you feel like the world is just come like crumbling around you when you're having these it's like a suffocating feeling and i hadn't had one in a in a long time but i i just i kept saying stephanie you're safe in this moment you're safe in this moment i was like a broken record and I like put my hand on my chest because that always helps like the pressure I think everyone everyone kind of has their own tools for coping with moments like this and I think it's so important to find what works for you I I have found that putting that pressure like on my chest um and repeating the words you are safe in this moment and saying my name like I always say my name like I'm talking to myself 
and just trying to find your breath and getting into this like breathing pattern and then sometimes I've had to go get a drink of water or splash water on my face which sounds so simple but even the act of getting up can be so hard like you do not want to move you're frozen in place but once you get grounded your feet are on the ground you're walking it like takes you out of that moment right and I was able to get myself out of this moment and that I oh my gosh in that moment I was like celebrating so much because in the past when I've had those panic attacks I I like I'm up all night and I can't sleep and I just think and think and think and of course that doesn't get us anywhere right so yeah I just was so happy and the next day I just kept celebrating that I was like whoa I like I got myself through that panic attack and that moment of health anxiety that I was having and did I still have the tinnitus yes I did (laughs) Yes, I did. And did I have to keep like helping myself through the moments? Yes. I set a date. I'm like, if this isn't gone by this date, I'm going to the doctor. Because I was one, also, I would go to the doctor right away. Like, I wouldn't give myself time. I'm like, I need to know now. I mean, I I can't tell you the number of times I put myself in the emergency room. It, it was awful. Like, it just a waste of time waste of money of course if you truly feel like something's wrong yes you should take action but I know that it was my it was my anxiety that was that was doing this to me and I wasn't giving myself a chance to really you know think of all the other things that that something could be right or just give myself time to like track what was going on so Anyway, I know this is a very long story, but the the point is I felt so proud of myself that I got myself through it. Since then, I have been a week without the tinnitus. It it like went away for now. <laughs> I'm really praying that it stays away. Of course, like I'm going to keep my eye on it or I should say my ear on it. <laughs> right? Look at I'm making jokes. This is good friends this is really good (laughs) I never was able to make jokes about my health okay (laughs) Uh, when I had these these uh, these moments but yeah we're gonna keep our ear on it keep our eye on it it's all good it went away and it's just another another experience that I can like look back on and say okay I got myself through that moment everything was okay so now when something else happens I hope that I can get myself through that moment too so I I really just wanted to talk about this because I know a lot of people out there struggle uh, with health anxiety if this is something that you want a whole episode on I will totally do a whole episode on this I think it's so important to talk about um, and I am here for you if you struggle with that please like email me with any questions or if you just want to chat about it or if you just need to I don't know talk about it or share that you have struggled with that too know that you're not alone and um just find find what helps you in those moments like what's going to help you is going to be different than than what helps me uh or maybe it's not maybe some of those things work for you too maybe some of those strategies work but yeah my point is you're not alone and 
um, it's a very real thing and it's it's not fun uh, but you have the strength to to get through those moments I promise you so and I'm here for you too <laughs> okay so wow that was a big one to end on I feel like I need to take a breath because that was really vulnerable <laughs> for me to talk about that but it also felt really good because I just I really do want to support anyone who's struggling with that so I hope just talking about it and putting it out there is helpful and thank you for letting me (laughs) have that vulnerable moment and share a piece of myself (laughs) because that is what I want to do more of on this podcast that's very very important to me so thank you thank you for listening thank you for being here um i hope that you had a beautiful february and as always feel free to send me any of your citrus and sun moments that stood out to you throughout the month you can email me at citrus and sun podcast at gmail.com and find me on instagram at tiktok and tiktok (laughs) at citrus and sun podcast Um, I am wishing you so much zest and light as we head into March. We're heading into the month of spring. Like spring is coming. Can you feel it? I love this month. This is, this is good. (laughs) We're getting to that, that springtime energy, which I'm very excited about. Um, I'm excited about what, what we have coming up on the podcast too. We have some mindfulness episodes. I have some special guest guests coming on. It's going to be a good couple of months. So can't wait to see you in the next episode. And yeah, in the meantime, I'm just wishing you so much zest and light. Um, and yeah, I'll see you next week. Take care. Bye.